0: Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, federal employees. It is so good to be with you today and to spend a little time with you discussing the answers that you're going to need to retire confident. And this is part two of a two-part series about your TSP and IRAs. I get questions all the time about these two topics, and so I decided to go really, really deep. And I did. I split it. I split it up into two different parts. If you have not watched the first part, definitely do that. This is part two, where we're going to dig deep into the differences between the TSP and IRA, the pros, the cons, the things to think about so that you can get the most out of your investments and retire confident. So again, I'm going to be sharing my screen on the YouTube channel, on the podcast. If you want to see the visuals, then definitely check out the YouTube channel. But again, there's going to be some great information on the podcast, just orally as well. So Without further ado, we are going to jump right in and see the article. So the first part dug really deep into the traditional TSP versus a traditional IRA. And there's some big differences that you definitely need to check out. So if, again, if you haven't watched that or listened to that, definitely check that out. But today we're talking about the Roth TSP versus the a Roth IRA. And there's some big, big, big differences that you definitely need to know and deciding where to put your money, right? It can make a huge difference to the tune of thousands of dollars very, very quickly, depending on where you put your money, how you do it, how you allocate all these things that make a huge, huge difference that we're going to dig in to today. So without further ado, let's talk about some similarities between the Roth TSP and the Roth IRA. Now, the first one, the most famous one is that these are post tax accounts or after-tax accounts. Meaning, basically, when you put money into these things, into the Roth TSP, the Roth IRA, you don't get a tax deduction for doing it, right? If you put $1,000 into the Roth TSP or a Roth IRA, your taxes don't go down at all in the year that you do that. You get taxed the same. Now, when you take money out, down the road, in retirement, then that is when you don't pay taxes. And you also don't pay taxes on any growth that you had as well. So, for example, let's say over the course of 10 years, you put $100,000 in a Roth TSP, okay? Or maybe a Roth IRA, right? A Roth IRA would take a little longer to get to 100 grand. But um, let's say 100 grand, it's one of these accounts, right? For example, if over the course of the next 10 years, that $100,000 grew to $200,000, right? So when you take money out of a Roth account or a Roth IRA or a Roth TSP, whatever it is, then that money, that original 100,000 plus, everything it grew into, all of it's gonna come out tax-free, which is an incredible advantage. And in retirement to have at least some Roth money can be incredibly powerful to lower your taxes through your entire retirement. It can be very, very powerful. So that is the first similarity okay, that you definitely, definitely have to know. There's one more similarity as well, and that is the five-year rule. I've touched on this before in in previous videos, but basically, from the first time that you start contributing, whether it's to a Roth ESP or a Roth IRA, you have to wait five years, five years before you can start pulling money out without taxes on growth, okay? This five-year rule is very, very important to know because let's say you start a Roth IRA and you start putting money in, well, you gotta, you got to wait five years so that your earnings in, on the money that you put in there can be take, taken out tax-free, even if you're past 59 and a half you definitely have to wait the five years. The five years is a very very critical thing to know. So if you're approaching retirement, even if you're not, it may make sense just to get a Roth IRA open or maybe just start investing in the Roth TSB, because those are two separate clocks. There's a... 5 year clock that's going to start when you start investing in a Roth IRA, there's also a separate 5 year clock that's going to start when you start investing in the Roth TSP. So if you haven't started either of those, start today. Whether even if you put $100 into either of these accounts, get the start get the clock running. And once it's running, then you don't have to start that clock again, right? It's a one time thing. Once you hit that 5 years, then you're good to go. So that is one one thing that you definitely need to know. Okay. Now, let's dig into some of the differences. And these are the things that you have to know so that you make the best decision when deciding which one to use. And one of the biggest ones, and honestly, a big advantage of a Roth IRA over the Roth TSP is RMDs, or Required required Minimum Distributions. Basically, what those are, at age 72, the government says, hey, you've had money in Retirement accounts long enough, it's time to start getting money out and paying taxes or just stopping tax-free growth, okay? So basically, for a traditional TSP, for Roth TSP, and for traditional IRAs, plus, let's say, 401ks and other accounts as well, you have to do required minimum distributions or basically taking money out of these accounts every year whether you need it or not, okay? That's a huge thing. But the one retirement account that is exempt from this requirement is a Roth IRA, right? So if you have a Roth IRA, you could actually, the potential to grow that account much farther than let's say age 72 is, is much higher because you don't have to start taking money out of age 72 like a Roth DSP, right? So that is a huge, huge advantage that you definitely need to know, especially as you approach age 72 where it becomes a lot more relevant. Okay, let's see here. There's a lots of things that I mentioned, of course, in the article that I'm not going to touch on here because my time is limited and I try to keep these videos short, so definitely check out the article so you can get every single detail. Now, one huge difference that you definitely have to know and that most people are surprised about is there are income limits to when you can put money in the, a Roth IRA. Okay, so basically when you start making too much money, you can't put money into a Roth IRA directly at all. You can't, right? And in the article that I'm going to definitely have in the the description, there is going to be a chart where it's going to show you per the different tax filing statuses, how much income you can have and still put money directly into a Roth IRA. Once you start making over those amounts, you just can't. You can't put money in, okay? Okay. On the previous episode, I talked about the income limits for a traditional IRA, and those limits are different because even when you're over those limits, you can still put money in a traditional IRA. It's just not tax deductible. These limits for a Roth IRA, you can't put money into a Roth IRA at all, directly at least, when you make money over these limits. So that's one big difference and nuance that you have to remember between these two different income limits that I'm talking about. Okay. Now, there is one, I guess, strategy and one thing to think about. If you are a high earner and let's say you're maxing out your CSP, and you say, hey, I want to invest in a Roth IRA, but I make too much money. Is there anything I can do? And the, the answer is yes, there often is. And this strategy is called a backdoor Roth IRA. Okay? The article, again, is gonna dig into some of the more nitty gritty here, but I'm, give you, I'm gonna give you the summarized version. Basically, what a backdoor Roth IRA is, is saying, hey, because for a traditional IRA, they don't stop me from putting money into it, even if I can't take the tax deduction with very high earnings, I'm going to put money into a traditional IRA. It's, not, it's going to be non-deductible, meaning post-tax or after-tax, and then I'm going to convert that money right over to a Roth IRA. And by doing that, the the end result is you get money in a Roth IRA even though your income is over those limits, right? And there's lots of nuances here. There's lots of things that you kind of have to watch out for. But if you you are a high earner and you want to invest more and you want to use a Roth IRA, this is a great way to do it a great way. Now, there's a little more paperwork here, and if you still have room to just invest straight into the Roth TSP, just do that. It's a lot simpler. But again, if you're maxing out the TSP and you want to in- invest more, let's say in a Roth IRA, then doing a backdoor Roth strategy can be a great great idea. But again, talk t- talk to your financial advisor, talk to your tax guy, make sure it makes sense you and go through my article, look at the details and some of the things that you have to know. Because you, if you already have, for example, a traditional IRA, there's a few more steps that you're going to have to go through to make this strategy really, really work for you. So those are some big, big differences between a Roth IRA, the Roth TSP. And again, in, in this article, there's so much good stuff that I just simply can't talk about here because there's so many details. There's so many details that it's hard to communicate over video, over a podcast. And so definitely check out the article because it goes deep. And again, I get questions from feds all around the country and the world about these topics. And I really want to share with my audience the the core things. I'm sure there's pieces of this that I didn't cover, but I tried to cover the most important elements to make sure that as you're deciding, especially as you approach retirement, where to put your money, how to invest, all these things so you have the answers that you need to get the most out of them. So you know the big difference is that you're going to want to know, right? You're going to want to know that's going to make a difference, of course, now for you, your spouse, and then your kid, the legacy that you leave. Making sure that you live your life in a way that's organized, that's planned. This affects your life, but it also affects your legacy of how people view you and how you just live your life and how organized you, all these things. It affects. Everything. Our life is one big web of decisions, of circumstances, and when we do what it takes to make either, even one area of our life great and be extremely prepared and, and organized and informed, it makes a huge difference. There's a ripple effect throughout the rest of your life and things get better things get better as you educate yourself. So congratulate yourself for being here, for sitting through this video and this podcast, because honestly, I'm sure there's so much more entertaining content out there, but this is more educational where you're learning about your benefits, your retirement, how to get the most out of it. So I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day and I'll see you guys next time.